You are now tuned into Rap City. One of the things that you that D Brad, Butter, and uh, Deirdre can tell you is something. Something about the culture we were living in got us deeply like like ensconced with artists. We weren't just kind of like hello, goodbye. They were when we showed up on sets. They were like, oh, we kids here, you know. And so yeah. Aaliyah, oddly enough, which is public knowledge, Aaliyah was on 106 in Park on Tuesday of that same week because she was doing a giveaway. And so we met in the, you know, we met, we connected in the green room. And um, I said, so I'm going to be a producer on the set for the, uh, the uh, Access Granite. And while I was talking, she said, hey, you look familiar to me. And I was like, because I walked you and R. Kelly onto the set of Video Soul back in 94. She's like, oh my God, that is you. And so it was just this, already this instant familiarity. We went to Miami. And uh, so we came up with a sign, because remember at the time she was kicking it with, uh, Damon Day. Mm -hmm. so I, you know, yep. I was pretty sure that Dame was going to show up in Miami. So I was like, look, we need some sort of strategy. Some sort of <laughs> so that if he shows up and he walks in the shot, it's not captured because she was trying to, you know, after all of the whisper, whisper about R. Kelly, she wanted to actually have a, a, a an actual relationship. So we came up with this, like, if you see me do this and you do this, my cameras go off. Because at the end of the day, like, we weren't trying to hurt. Or you, we weren't trying to be grab some sort of scoop, you know, on the stuff we were doing. We were protecting our own. We here to do this shoot. We here to get to capture all of this behind us, you know, the behind the scenes sauce. That's it. Do that. Yeah. And so we had a great time. We shot in Miami. As I said, Gina Smith asked me to change my flight uh, because she's like, you know, you're on a spot with her, but Lily needs her privacy. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not shooting on the plane. Ain't no gas on these little flights. It's not like jet versus 20 seater. Um, mm -hmm. But you talk about what it was like, man. You know, uh, it was like it was like family because you saw how these artists and you know I, I can't say all of them because that's what Deirdre was talking about. Some people get real gassed up, real full, real feet can't touch the ground. But Aaliyah mm -hmm. was very little sister to everybody. Her makeup mm -hmm. artist, her security, her hairstylist—they all seemed to want to take care of her. So when the camera wasn't rolling, they acted a fool. It was just silly. It was foolish. It was come over here, get in the water, actually, you know. And so there were times when my crew would be shooting. I would have to do that to get out of the shot. Um, so it was just, you know, it was what BET did. Anytime we showed up, it was a family type thing that um, that ended up with me. You know, she changed my flight. I had to go to Baltimore anyway because as fast I was preaching on Sunday. And so I walked them all onto the catamaran, and I was like, there's really no way to get footage on the catamaran any once they, once they pull off. Mm -hmm. um, my last shot. That my crew got as we were walking, watching this crew walk through with Aaliyah, Chris, Eric, Anthony, Keith, Scott, Gina, Doug. They all in, wow. the, in this shot, some sort of way, just in the movement of the way they were walking. Mm -hmm. And by the time, you know, my phone started ringing about 9 30, 10 o'clock, we found out, I found out that Aaliyah had died. And that's one of the things that, that, that's real trippy about, you know, Butter was saying, I mean, uh, uh, D-Brad, you were saying, how you watch the credits. People don't think about that, that, you know, that, you know, that there are relationships behind the scenes. So everybody's, you know, mournful and crying about Aaliyah. But I preached at this church in Baltimore and walked out of the door, and then Penny Mac called me to say, so, it's Aaliyah, Chris Maldonado. Because at the end of the day, all that was on CNN was that Aaliyah was there. With Green mm -hmm. there with Aaliyah. Maldonado. Uh, Remember that guy? I was already questioning mm -hmm. You know, because he used to be makeup artist for SWB and performing. Mm -hmm. You know, this, I'm like, I'm telling y'all, bro, bro, imagine what it feels like to get lightheaded because everybody's talking about one name 
and somebody calls and reads you eight that you just spent the last three days with. There was some right. moment in the line, some moment in the lab. So going to Doug Crash from Virgin Records, like, Doug, bro, I see you, dude, calm down. You're being very Jewish about this budget. Just, you know, with the Virgin money tight. And I was like, bro, you're missing Miami. You're missing the strip. And so when the names got read out, it was like the world spun because it was it was like the angel of Leah ascended. And then all these, you know, the kite ascended. If you were then all these kite strings were with her. So the trip back to New York that night, you know, was insane because I didn't even want you know, it was like, oh, I wanted to go up somewhere and hide. And for whatever reason, 95 was packed. And I promise you, we left Baltimore like 5 o'clock. I didn't get to New York till midnight. And we were at 106 and Park at 1230 because we had the last footage of Aaliyah. Like, wow. Wow. And, you know, and I run a hand it and Penny, and I was like, here, take it. I remember, I was like, here, take it, take it. And Penny was like, Kevin, I need you to understand this. Nobody knows what's on these tapes but you. So, and literally, Gina, Gina Cushenberry got assigned to wipe my nose and hand me water while I, re while I screened those tapes that night. I didn't need mm. you. Four o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, I was uh, a car outside my door taking me to CBS, whatever it was called, with Brian Gumble. And that whole day was, you know, was the opportunity, you know, to make sure. Every time I got some, because it was it was, uh, it was CBS, it was Entertainment Tonight, it was VH1, it was MTV, it was BET Tonight that night. It was just then I got home and it was paparazzi, uh, paparazzi outside my door. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And it was just the opportunity to speak names because everybody was saying Aaliyah. And I was like, "It's not just Aaliyah. It's Christopher Maldonado, Eric Foreman, Anthony mm -hmm. Gallagher, Scott Gallagher, mm -hmm. Keith Wallace, Douglas Kranz, Gina Smith." Mm -hmm. And every chance I got, I said all of their names. <laughs> But, I mean, bro, it was rough because, you know, we have been in all the playful moments. The public gets to just see the music video. We there laughing because it's 5 o'clock in the morning. We waiting for the sunrise, right? And so <laughs> the sunrise is beautiful. Rock the boat. laugh about that before the camera starts rolling. You had these moments where you get to have this silly moment with like, you know, a young lady that you treat like a little sister that you know is going to be an icon. Like, you know, I say it all the time and people don't like it. If Aaliyah were alive, Beyonce would still be a destiny child. Really? Said it? And I, was I have a question, Kevin. Can I ask you a question? Now, being from the outside looking in, the rumors was always that she didn't, she really didn't want to get on that plane. How was it, what was her energy like when you were around her? Like, was she at peace or, because I've heard just that, she didn't want to get on that plane. Right. And so the energy around her was peace. She was real happy. She was real sweet. When she got there, there was a couple of uh, Bahamian kids who were, like, at the airport. And, you know, one of them wanted her to sign something. So she took one of the shirts out of her own bag to sign it because they were so excited. They just got there and didn't have anything to sign. What a lot of people don't hold to task is that Lily and them got there on a plane, and they thought that was the same plane that was taking them back. People said, but uh, people want to, say oh. stuff, want to say stuff like the plane was too heavy and it carried too much stuff. I was like, stop acting like she went on a shopping spree and had heavier bags. 
If anything, she left with less clothes because she was giving stuff away to people at the airport, the young kids who met her there. And it was a, she didn't, there, was, there was nowhere to shop. There was barely any place to eat. There was no acquisition of anything new. So that eerie feeling was that A, there was talk that the, there was, you know, the toxicology report of the pilot came back a little suspect mm -hmm. for, you know, for some something. And they knew it wasn't the same plane and they were getting this kind of, come on, we gotta go, you know? And I think that feeling, that, 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 that uneasiness, Brad, was like the rush of, this is not the same plane and maybe just something in her spirit didn't feel connected to the way he was, you know, trying to uh. go on and just be quiet. Because right. you got to deal with the fact that, you know, that, that conversation about her and entourage and, you know, heavy things is a very Hollywood picture to play. You know what I mean? Private jet sweeping out. Oh, I'm bringing all eight of my bags and I don't care what you say. She came with the same people and less clothes. And the plane didn't handle it, period. And now wow. I'm going to ask you one more question, not to cut you off. Um, do you think she was happy with Day? Do I think she was happy with? Yeah, do you think she was happy... As far as with everything going on, do you think? I mean, I, I I know what we saw in Miami. I know what it felt like to see her turn and be like, you know, you know, coquettish enough. That's dope. And she was already in his in his arms with his hands That's resting dope. quietly on her butt before she looked over and realized, oh wait, cameras are still rolling. And then you know, that's dope. Me, and I was mm -hmm. like, no, we didn't. We soon I saw like girl, I saw him come past the wave, the you know, <laughs> the, the, the the CG panel. When he first walked in here, the camera been off five minutes, and so that's why she was always. That's why she was so willing to be so engaged with me because I had her back when she forgot to. So she seemed happy, you know. I don't know what stage of the relationship was in. We saw that he didn't come to Bahamas, so we saw them just, you know, kicking it for the afternoon in Miami while she's riding the high of a song doing so well that they forced it to be a single, you know. Mm -hmm. That's how big Rock the Boat was. They had a whole another video. Nothing to be on that kind of high. More than a woman's already filmed. Now I got to run and do this thing because radio was forcing a single to be a hit. When the last somebody got a forced hit? She was on a. She was on top of the world. That video, she pulled a pop when he did. I ain't mad at you. When she, I mean, gosh, it was almost as if the young lady knew or hype knew. I mean, the video was. Bro, <laughs> I have not said this out loud. Mm -hmm. There was a point when we were in Miami, and Aaliyah's beautiful shots were done in um, uh, in the University of Miami diving pool that went down. Like I was going like, to ask you about that. Those right. diving and pictures so, that the, really took me out. I was like, wait a second. When she came up out of the water, afraid because she couldn't breathe, because if you know, it starts to take on a different kind of compression in your chest. So you're supposed mm -hmm. to get a bunch of air, go down take the shots and come back up. But once or twice when she first started, she had this look of just kind of, like you said, like a discomfort. And so there were nightmares um, those first couple of weeks because I hated that my face knew what Aaliyah's face looked like in fear. You know what I mean? When she came out mm -hmm. and it was just kind of, kind of Moment, expose yourself. So yeah, but yeah, some of those, some of those shots, D. Brad, you know, especially it was one where you can see the light and it feels like in the water she's ascending. Yeah, closing shot because there was no final thing image to leave people with other than a That look, that was nuts. Did you see how it dropped? How it dropped? 
And that's what drives us conspiracy theorists crazy. Because we yeah. look at something like that and we go, wait a minute, somebody knew something. Something's going on. <laughs> How you gonna tell me as a conspiracy theorist that I can't take that image and go, wait a minute, something's going on. <laughs> Okay, so I want to just kind of bounce off something Kevin was just saying, where he was there and uh, somebody, Aaliyah's rep, was like, oh, don't get on the plane. You know, she's not feeling like, you know, this, and she might not be comfortable with that. What I found is a lot of times, not you, Deirdre, because I never felt this with Deirdre, but some reps would try to speak for the artist and would try to tell you something the artist wouldn't do.